What's up, everybody? It's your draft queens, Kate and Michelle, and we are not fucking around today, are we, Michelle? Because today is the beginning of a very exciting sequence of episodes, beginning with our running back fantasy football breakdown and positional rankings. Michelle, how are we on this momentous day when we're kicking off our fantasy rankings? Woo! One step closer to fantasy football, Kate. We've said this, you know, we've been talking so much about football, but not not nearly in the amount of context for fantasy that we've wanted to. That's right. Starting today, it's all fantasy all the time. That is what we're thinking of. I don't care what team wins and loses. I just want nope. my fantasy players to be the best that they possibly can be. Now, I have to tell you, because before we started before we pressed play on our microphones or pressed record, I had to do a little bit of recalibrating because before today's string of episodes, we've been talking normal football. We're just talking NFL rankings, different divisions. Go back and listen if you haven't listened to the last eight weeks of our recording for Draft Queens. That being said, today marks the the beginning of fantasy. It is mid-August, which means most people listening are getting ready for their drafts for their fantasy leagues. How excited are you slash just set the scene before we get into running backs for what leagues you're in slash if we talk half PPR today, full PPR, all that fun stuff. We're talking PPR. That is the way that I prefer to play fantasy. Pass per reception. For those that didn't listen, go back and listen. We just did a fantasy one-on-one episode. If this is all foreign and new to you, it's fine. There's a lot of weird acronyms out there but we're talking we're talking in terms of ppr pass per reception i've got two leagues that i'm in for sure already lined up uh one of which is a dq league which i'm very excited about me and kate hosting our own dq league so yeah i just i just can't wait like you're it is like t minus less than a month until the real season kicks off which means a lot of people are getting into fantasy drafts which means you need to know who is ranked where? Kate and I are going to give you some expert rankings because, as I just said to Kate before the mics were hot, I'm not ESPN. I'm not Matthew no. Berry. No, I'm not. I, I wish not. I read. I read his. I read all his stuff. I listen to what he has to say, but I'm not the expert here. No crystal ball. It's just your draft queens bringing you information, some hot takes, so you're ready for your, your fantasy drafts. And and to be honest with you, we're starting from the top of the crop here. We're starting with running backs. There is nothing better, Michelle than running backs. There's nothing better. I mean, it's the best position. Full stop. Sorry. Uh, Argue with me. I I don't think you can. You know, when I first started playing fantasy football many moons ago, I didn't really understand. I was like, well, the quarterback's the most important, right? Like, of course, whatever. And slow and steady as I matured in my fantasy life here, I have realized the importance of running backs, the importance of having multiple running backs on your team, the importance of Definitely having multiple running backs because guess what? Your number one pick might get injured. Let's have a flashback to Saquon for me last year. So <laughs> yes. you know, so there's just, there's so much turnover. There's so much upside. It, there's so many interesting things to, to to talk about. But yeah, man, get your running backs. Get them, get them early, get them late. Go hard on running backs. You're going to want them on your roster. Yeah. Now, now I think it's important to say here uh, as we get into it, because I think we're going to go ahead and, and pretty much list out our top 10 running backs or as far as, as we get in that chain. And then the way we're going to structure these is just going through our top 10s collectively and then who our long shots are and or which rookies have the biggest upside or anything to that effect, any standouts, people we should call out who we didn't already list. 
That being said, I think the most important thing to kick off this particular episode, Michelle, is knowing that running backs, and I would be curious if you feel differently, but as a general rule of thumb, this year specifically, I am drafting a running back first. No questions asked. How about you? I I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm in the same boat as you. I mean, I would have to be pretty... Depending on my league, where where um one of my leagues has ten teams, one has twelve. I mean, if you're in a twelve team league or beyond that, you might want to try to get. It depends on where you fall. It depends on how many teams. But yeah. I mean, there's a there's enough solid running backs probably in like the first top ten like overall rankings, like of all positions, that I would strongly agree with you there. Um, depending on how your league, you know, uh, pans out and how many there are, there are definitely a couple other names, you know, in that sort of top 10, top 15 that you might want to snag if you're not like number one through three. But, you know, if if you are one through three, you're probably taking a running back. And according to pretty much every website that I have been looking at over the past few weeks, because you know for sure I've got 50 different tabs open looking at all these. <laughs> um, but unanimously... We talked about this last year. It was a very big letdown for a lot of people. Most importantly, the Carolina Panthers was the biggest letdown for them. Christian McCaffrey sitting at number one pretty much on everything that I'm looking at from from a ranking perspective. Across the board. Across the board. And do we think that he's going to be number one again this year? I mean, yes, I'll speak for myself. I think he will be the number one pickup in pretty much any league, especially with the newly minted Sam Darnold in Carolina, right? Is he now? You know, yeah. He's yes, going to need some I, help in the backfield. I, I do agree with that. I think, you know, I'm too emotional when I play fantasy. <laughs> That's part of my problem. But it, this is a tricky one, right? Because how many people are scarred from him last year? They're number one, yeah. using their number one pick on him, and then he goes down. Like, I think part of people are just like, oh my God, I don't know if I could do this again to myself. I don't feel like he will get injured again back-to-back seasons, but I get so, like, emotional that I'm like, oh, my God, how do you do this again? What happens, you know? The other thing is coming off of an injury also makes me nervous. So I don't know. As I, I feel weird that he did not play all of last season and is coming off an injury. Yes, there have been changes on the team, in which case he really, really needs to step up and be, like, at 150% this year. Um yeah. I'm not going to lie to you, though. If I have the number one pick, I don't know that I would pick Christian McCaffrey. Call okay. me crazy, but I just don't know if I would. Well, I, I might. So who who would you go with in that <laughs> case? Like, if Christian is not your number one, falls to number two, number three, whatever, who are you taking first? So, I, I mean, I really like Dalvin Cook. I really like Alvin yeah. Kamara. I really like Derrick Henry. Like, I know you unequivocally love Derrick Henry. Emotional of course choice as well. Emotional, but yes. But, but, you know, in all the in all the breakdowns that we've been doing about how the teams have moved and changed in the offseason, I think there were a lot of positive changes in Tennessee. And he will remain the king in the backfield. But you know what? People are going to have to pay attention to the pass game there a little bit more with Julio mm-hmm. Jones. So you can't only focus on, you know, Derrick Henry. And that's normally what defenses do. And he still had a killer season last year. So, you know, my husband and I fight about this because, you know, you look at things like, Christian McCaffrey, ranked number one. Saquon, mostly ranked in that, like, top three, four position. Both of these guys did not play last season, you know, had a, had a long road to recovery. One could argue that they are on the upside, obviously, this season because they didn't play last season. And then you could look at someone like, you know, um, 
a Derrick Henry and say, well, he had an amazing season last season. Can he top that? Or is it like a regression? Is he going to go backwards? I mean, I don't know that Derrick Henry will top the season that he had last year, but even if he's remotely worse, quote unquote, I still want him, you know? Yeah, yeah. I I, I agree. I agree. I do have a few holes to poke in your theory, right? So, please. So we're going uh, in nope. chronological ranking, if you will. <laughs> so I, I, I do agree with, and spoiler alert, there's a couple people last year who underperformed but probably at peak would be best in this ranking. Christian McCaffrey being subject A. Uh, but then there's also, you know, like the Alvin Kamara's of the world. Aaron Jones has moved down some of the rankings just because he tends to get injured now and again. Saquon. I mean, Saquon being Zeke. like the big Zeke's one. Moved ba- Zeke. Zeke's the other one. Like Zeke's moved down yeah. in, in the yeah. rankings. He's he's mostly in, in the top five across a lot of these. But again, like... I had Zeke. I felt scarred last year. He was terrible. So one would argue, if you're not too emotional, like I am, that he's he's destined to kind of, you know, get out of that funk and move up. But like, what if he's not? You, you know what I mean? And then you're stuck two seasons in a row. So yeah, there's been a lot of movement, you know, in the, in probably like the top 10 or so of these of these running back positions. I, uh, I do think it's interesting having watched like, the nice part of recording this today is that we've seen preseason, you know? Not to we say that started, preseason yeah. is anything like regular season. That's a big, big asterisk star, <laughs> hugely different. But I was not impressed with the Cowboys. So that automatically, for me, to the top of my cream of crop, right, I would put pretty much unequivocally, if Christian McCaffrey has a great year for PPR, he is by far number one in my world. He also doesn't have a bye week until week 13. So he's sticking Mm. around for 12 weeks if you really want to like let him cook. Um, And then, and then Dalvin Cook being number two across the board. If you want to go the more, I don't know, the, the more reliable route, I guess based on last it could, year, it it could be yeah. If you're just basing it on last year alone, then yes, you you could say that. And then we get into the territory of three, four, five, which I'm kind of tossed up between. So I want your your feeling on it. And I will note that Saquon is not part of my top five. Like full stop, he's just not. I'm scarred. Last year was horrible, <laughs> and I I don't know if I can do it again. I don't know if you can do it again. But I think he's dropping to like top ten at the best. I think he's definitely in the top five. I, I I think he is in the top five. I think the Giants made some good offseason moves as well. I think he's going to recover, you know, pretty pretty well this season. I I think he I think he's strong. Yeah, strong top five. If I'm in that range, you know, and he falls to me, I I, I may have to grab him. But there's also, I mean, Alva Kamara. Here's a great topic of conversation. I mean, speaking of teams that are in a little bit of trouble um, right the New Orleans Saints are definitely one of those te- teams and so you know when you don't really have the leadership at the quarterback position now I'm seeing news that Michael Thomas is requesting a trade right you know, that means a lot for morale and I think last year if I remember correctly they the Saints re-signed Kamara to a pretty hefty long contract right. so like he's not going anywhere right like he, he's not going but but when you think about things happening like Drew Brees leaving. What if they trade Michael Thompson? 
uh, Michael Thomas. Sorry, not Michael Thompson. You know that way. <laughs> but I'm sure Michael like a, Thompson is a great guy. I'm, I'm sure, sure he's great. He is. Yeah. Love and you, if you're Mike. listening, hi, hi, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, those are just like weird morale things that happen on a team. And and again, it could go either way. It could be a situation where I mean, look, Kamara's incredible. Like he's amazing. That's why he's pretty much ranked top three. You know, across the board. It's just you wonder how much of a workhorse can he be? Can can he really handle all of that pressure? on his literal back for the entire season. He could. He's he's one of those guys, but he's got a lot to take on this season with the loss of Drew Brees and potentially losing your number one wide receiver. That's that's a lot. It also could go the other way. He steps up to the challenge. This guy's getting more touches, more catches, more touchdowns than anybody because he has to. He has to. I think if you're asking me that he has to, I think he has to. If the Saints have any semblance of the former franchise that they were last year before Drew retired, before they shook everything up, and who knows where Taysom Hill is, and I don't know. I think Alvin Kamara needs to be in the number three spot because he he has to be good. He has to be good. If there's no Michael Thomas, who's left? There's no more long-term kind of veteran players. So yep. I, I do agree. I think if if Alvin Kamara is to be good, he's going to be the best Alvin Kamara he can be, which in my mind means he's number three in this ranking. Yeah, yeah. A couple other names that sort of like pop up in, in the top 10 are, you know, Austin Eckler. We talked about him a lot last year. I think that guy is tremendous. He just happens to get injured a little bit too much for my liking. But he has uh, he's moved pretty high up. I'm seeing him in in the top 10 for a lot of the running back position um, you know, uh, breakdowns out here. And, you know, I, I, I really like him. You just have to be so nervous that he's, you know, injury prone, but he's definitely started to creep up, um, in some of these PPR rankings in, in a, in a very fun way. And it's exciting to see, you know, for him, someone else that's creeping right up along with him, Jonathan Taylor on the Colts. Like we definitely talked about him last season. Uh, and I, I think he, well, he certainly wasn't ranked this high going into fantasy last year, but I think he turned a lot of heads and now he's up there in, in that top 10 in a few different, uh, in a few different rankings out there. Now, do you think part of the thing that I look out for with running backs, just as like a, I don't know if it's a pro tip or not, cause it's not proven. I usually, when you're naming these folks, I think of who is their quarterback, who is their supporting receiver core in that order and if you have a shitty quarterback no offense if you have a possibly shitty quarterback you probably are going to earn some points with your running back in fantasy so as you're listing these out I I think with without a couple folks withstanding like an Aaron Jones type for the most part the Austin Ecklers of the world the Barclays of the world that's why they stand out to me is because they just don't have the best quarterbacks right now. So that's kind of, I don't know, a piece of it that I've been trying to unpack. Jonathan Taylor. I mean, you're so right. I think he, he and Austin Eckler are rising to this top 10, which I did not expect this year. But I think there's something to be said. Yeah. I mean, I think they've each stepped up individually on their teams. I think both of those teams sort of do running back by committee. Like, don't get me wrong, Jonathan Taylor is RB number one, but you've got Marlon Mack, you've got Naeem Himes. Like, it's they, they do a lot of stuff by committee, but, you know, he, he is their number one. And look, when you're talking about the quarterback thing, I, I, I definitely agree with you, and you need to look at the whole picture. You also have to, you know, think about 
um, just the way that the offense runs. Like, even if your quarterback's not great, does and we're talking PPR, if your quarterback's, quarterback's not great, but he really trusts you, you might be seeing a lot of dump passes. And That's every right. time that running back catches the ball, That's right. you're getting another point. And so yes. you have to look at that thing, you know, that piece of the puzzle um, as well. I think when a team has a strong wide receiver core as well, kind of like what we were saying, you know, with Julio moving over to the Titans, it just gives the defense a lot more things that they've got to keep their eyes on, which means they're not only going to pass rush. They're not only going to look at you as the running back. So I, I do think you need to look at things, you know, holistically. And and like I said, when you think PPR, you got to think who's, who's making, you know, those dump passes. And, and that could really go a long way for you in, in some of these running back decisions. For example, then I look at something like the bills, right? You're not hearing us talk about any bills running backs. Right. And like, why would you? Because, Josh Allen's going to sling the ball to Stefan Diggs. And we'll talk about that when we get to those positions. But that's why you're not hearing us talk about Buffalo Bills running backs in that high of, you know, in these top 10 positions, because it's just not how their offense runs. So you do, you do have to look at it holistically as, as best you can. Some of these guys are obviously, you know, standout versus others. Maybe McCaffrey is still at that number one spot because Darnold is new and they're going to just lean on him. You got it like, yeah. I, anyway, two other names that I, I want to call out and then I think we should do our uh, a, a little long shot and, and rookie because it's always fun to get some, some fresh new, new names out there. Was a rookie last year, in my opinion, stepped up to the plate in a big way. I think he was definitely ranked... Can I, I don't can remember, I guess? so don't quit. Yeah, he, he was ranked fairly well last year. He was a rookie, and I think he really rose to the occasion, and I think he's going to be even better this year. Okay, I'm, I'm going to guess because I don't – it's one yep. of two people. It's either Clyde Edwards-Hilaire or Najee Harris. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, for okay. sure. That's what, I, that, was, that's what my gut was saying, yeah. R- rookie last year on the oh, Chiefs. Rookie last year, there we go. We we obviously know how great the Chiefs are. Um, I think, you know, I think they were probably let down by the fact that they didn't win the Super Bowl last season. I think they're going to come out guns blazing as they just do in general. And I think now he's got a year under his belt and I thought he was an outstanding rookie last year. And you know what? He's definitely in top 15, you know? So in those, in those leagues where maybe there's 10 or 12, who knows? Maybe he falls to you in the second round. Could be, could you, you could end up with a top three and a, and a top 15. Just saying, I really like, I like Edward Hilaire this year. Yeah, I do too. I would say definitely top 15, if not like scooting into like the 10 spot, possibly depending on what type of a league you're playing in. I definitely agree with that. I do. Um, I do want to talk for one second, though, like about the 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 folks who are staples in our ears, like Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb. How are we feeling about those folks? Because they kind of, uh, you know, they're in the mix. They're they're around. Maybe not the best for PPR for Derrick, I would say. But I think he solidly still lands himself because of his consistency and the floor is high in the top five, you know, even for PPR. Derrick Henry is 100% top five, in in my opinion. It's like you said, he's he's old reliable. Um, the, team, the team's in a way better place. And it, it's like you said, he has a high floor. High floor, low ceiling, I don't know which one it is, but it's whatever one is a good thing. High floor. High floor. Okay. High floor. So look, he's, he's not a rookie. It's not like to say that he's the youngest and has the freshest legs, but he's, he's, 
he's Derrick Henry. You're, 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 Derrick Henry is definitely top five for me. You know, Aaron Jones maybe even falls a little out of the top five, even lower in the top ten. Not sure I trust yeah. that. I think the Nick Chubb, you know, Kareem Hunt one-two punch in Cleveland is going to be another knockout. I, I think, um, you know, Chubb being number one, definitely number one there is definitely higher than Kareem Hunt, but they're probably they're probably one of the only teams that have their number one and their number two running backs probably in the top 15 or 20, yeah. like top 20, maybe not top 15, but I would say, you know, that's a one, two punch. I, I would imagine they'll do things very similar. There's usually a little bit more volume for Nick Chubb, but you know what? Kareem Hunt gets that ball on the goal line and punches it in. I agree. I think that that if we're, if we're throwing out long shots here, I, I think that that if you want to stack your roster with RB1 and 2, just to like ensure that you are covered or you flex one of your RBs, I would put my money on the Browns. Go figure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like that one-two punch that they have there. So both of those guys, in my opinion, are are, are great pickups. Um, speaking of long sh- – well, actually, before I speak my long shot – well, actually, two things. I'm just my Give brain's it to just me. going here. Do just two things with Michelle. Let's go. <laughs> um, Josh Jacobs, I was so high on last year. I had him on one of my teams. He's on the Raiders. I think he has dropped off tremendously. I would personally beware of Josh Jacobs. He's dipped down probably in the 20 to 25 range for running backs. I think he could be even maybe a little lower. So beware of that one. Uh, maybe maybe one to avoid, and and one to maybe keep an eye on. I don't know if. Maybe this is a long shot. I'll, I'll make it my long shot. Fine. Go. Go on it. Um, we talked a little bit about this when we did our, our team breakdowns, but uh, the Rams lost Malcolm Brown, and Daryl Henderson has slowly started creeping up into the top 20 for the running back ranks. He was pretty good last year. Uh, I, we talked about him a little bit there. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, Cam Akers is who got injured. I'm sorry. I'm getting my names mixed up. No, it's okay. Cam Akers got, got injured um, for uh, for the Rams, and so mm-hmm, Daryl Henderson mm-hmm. is, is creeping up. So I don't know. Maybe that's my long shot. I think, you know, the ball has literally now fallen to him um, in that backfield with, with his Cam Akers injury. There there was a little bit of this issue last year, too, with Cam Akers injury. And I think Daryl Henderson, there's maybe maybe a long shot call right there. He's definitely creeping up. Hmm. Should we keep, like, piling on the long shots? Because I think I have one more. One more. Go for it. I like it. I have an issue if we want to start you know how every season I have an issue with like five players and they come up on this podcast every episode you know Aaron Rodgers yeah yeah <laughs> it's been Aaron Rodgers this this time around he will not be my scapegoat he may oh, later okay. but right now he's not all right for running backs my scapegoat who I'm out on is Devin Singletary which means that I am in on Zach Moss I think Zach really? Moss I don't know why. I'm feeling it. Okay. It's it's here. If we're talking long shot, I'm going Zach Moss because Devin Singletary moved no needles last year. I was very disappointed. And True. I think that Zach Moss can do it. Hands team. Let's go. Great for PPR. I would be down for it. I don't think that's backed by any science or fact. This is just how <laughs> I'm feeling. So again, if we're talking emotional reaction to long shot players... That's my pick. I like it. I like it. All right. And go Bills. Anyway, it, it, they're going to be amazing this year. So <laughs> I, I, I like it. I like the I like the, I like the little change up you got going on over there for those guys. 
Um, the only, so then the one other thing we should call out is, is, and you mentioned his name before when we were talking rookies. I have definitely been low on the Pittsburgh Steelers, which go back and listen. Yeah. I just have my theories. That said, I think Najee Harris is the rookie to look out for this year. You know, I, agree. I, I mean, it, he just is, you know, I, I, sometimes I have my, my, my fears and my qualms about a rookie first time in the league, whatever, but you know what? He's fresh. He's young, he's new, and that is what the Steelers need. Um, and so I think he's going to be an, an awesome rookie breakout this year. I could not agree more. If we're looking at breakouts, I think that Najee Harris is the guy. He's the one to look at. Um, he is. I agree. I, I would be curious, though, Michelle, if we had to impart on our listeners who to draft and who not to. Is there any sort of other rankings that you want to speak on? Oh, any other like do not drafts? I feel like we talked a lot about who to draft. D&D. Any any other do not drafts? Um, Or do drafts, must drafts. Any others? Like a Joe Mixon? Like anybody else who's kind of floating around here? I mean, look, I wouldn't put a must draft on Joe Mixon. I I mean, he's up and down. Like he's ranked pretty high, but he's... He's kind of up and down. I mean, Miles Gaskin could could be one that breaks out again this year. I kind of love that. I love that. I, I'm 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 looking through here. You know, I don't have any other like major avoids. I don't think mm. as of right this minute. There's probably plenty of them to avoid, but like the ones you avoid are the ones that are ranked really low. So if you're all the way at the bottom and you're looking at Carlos Hyde, who's ranked 85, like. Maybe you want to avoid him because he's ranked 85. Right, right. But no other no other major do not drafts for me other than Josh Jacobs. I don't know. I don't feel good about Josh Jacobs this year on the Raiders. Okay. It's a good watch out to have. So it sounds like we're pretty on the same page about the possibility of Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook between one and two picks, potentially, depending on your how risk-averse or not you are. Then we've got some semblance of... Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, Zeke, and arguably Saquon. He's like a freak of nature, but I just get nervous about him. <laughs> but that's like our middle, that's like our second tier, right? That's, that's our tier that's two. That's tier yeah. two. Yeah. Then tier three is like some breakout slash prone to injury, which includes Eckler, Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Jones. That's my tier three by far, I think. Yep. And then there's uh, some other solid folks. I mean, there's the Nick Chubbs of the world. People that you, Antonio Gibson, we didn't even talk about him. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, does he fall into tier two, tier three? I mean, yeah. this is where we get into the loose area. Najee Harris, like, does he have a big year? If you want to take a flyer on Najee Harris, I support you. I support you. I was going to say, depending on how many teams are in your league, if, if Najee Harris is somewhere in that 10 to 12, like, rank... You know what? Maybe you are. Maybe Take you're a taking flyer. a flyer and you're taking a risk. It's you're not taking a risk on him to be clear. He's going to be great, but you might be taking a risk on him in the first round if someone like you know, Devonte Adams is still available. I know we're That's talking right. wide receiver, but you 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 see where my head's at here. So, it all depends on who falls to you, but um it's going to be exciting. Yeah, I think running backs are uh there's a lot of top tier running backs even though we're sort of compartmentalizing them there's a lot of strong running backs i think this year well interestingly enough 
the pairing with running backs in every sense is quarterbacks. So we are going to cover on our next episode. Stay tuned. We're doing position breakdowns for quarterbacks. They string the needle with your wide receivers. It's great for PPR. They dish it off to your running backs. When you pick up someone that we talked about today, you can pick up the right quarterback based on these running back rankings. So stay tuned until our next episode. You know where to find us on social media. We love you. Happy fantasy. Cannot wait to talk quarterbacks. Let's go!